The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Many years ago, my grandparents, my grandfather and grandmother from my father's side, Alehem Shalom. I remember as a young kid, they were coming here to the United States to the wedding of my father's younger brother. My father had a brother out in Long Island who was a big chazan. And he came here single, and he met a wonderful Ashkenaz American young girl, young lady. And they got engaged in the wedding. It was going to be a big thing for our family. We haven't had, at that time, a wedding in a long time. Most of the siblings were married. So my grandparents flew from Israel to America to come for the wedding. But they're older already. It wasn't easy to fly. And then when they fly, they have to have the arrangements of the wheelchairs and the attendants and the whole crew. And it's it's not, not simple at that age to fly. Turns out that me and my father understood that they were going to be landing later on that day in JFK. So we, we already made up that we were going to go to the airport and we were going to pick them up early. Like this, we'll set everything up for them. We'll have the wheelchairs ready, the paperwork filled out. We'll have the attendants ready to help them through customs. We were going to get everything done early. And considering that the Belt Parkway stands between us and JFK, if you understand what I mean, which I'll tell you the honest truth, now that I've been traveling over the years, I've been going much more with Newark than JFK, although in distance of miles, JFK is closer. But it's much further, believe me, because I'm telling you, between the Belt Parkway this way and the Staten Island Expressway that way, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't know what, 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 we, we, were, <laughs> we were put in between the two best out there, that's the truth. It takes my mosh these days an hour plus to get from Brooklyn to JFK. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But we factored that in. We were going to leave early. We would be there on time for them. Everything was worked out. We got a phone call in the middle of the day. Uh, is this Rabbi Ben Susan? My father says, yes. Your parents are here by the airport. He said, what? They're not supposed to land for another two hours. How's that possible? Well, not only they're by the airport, they're already standing outside by the curb. And they're in wheelchairs. And my father said, what? How's that possible? Who arranged it? Well, how'd that happen? How did they land? My father, my mom, I'm telling you, he dropped the phone. He jumped into the car. I remember I jumped in with him. He was driving on the shoulder all the way up the belt to JFK just to get past the traffic. Shall I when you get pulled over? We got to the airport, and sure enough, we pull up to the terminal. And they're sitting there, are my grandparents in wheelchairs, and they have about six or seven Abid standing around them, holding the, uh, holding the suitcases. And my father looks at me, and I look at him like, what? what? We pull over the car, we jump out. My father, he runs up to he says, Papa. He tells him in Moroccan Arabic, what happened? Who took care of you? Who took you through customs? Where did you get the wheelchairs? I'll never forget the look on my grandfather's face. He looked at my father with a simple look. And he started stroking his beard a little bit. And he said to him, why are you so worried? Every time I ever flew from Morocco to Israel, and now from Israel to America, the same guy is always standing by the door of the plane, waiting for me and your mother with two wheelchairs. And when we walked out of the plane, in French, he told us, Monsieur, come over here, sit down. 
he put us, your, me and your mother into the chairs. He'd pull us out. He brought a whole crew of guys to take our suitcases. He took our passports and spoke on our behalf and walked us through the customs. And he was nice enough to stand here. The same guy! What are you so worried about? Why are you so worked up? He tells my father. Relax. Wacha. It's okay. Relax. Everything is good. Yeah, Baraka. It says everything's enough. It's, you're too worked up. My father looked at my grandfather and said, Guy? What guy? I was supposed to be the guy. I was supposed to be the one to work out the wheelchairs, the paperwork, the forms, the attendance. Who? He says, the same guy that was standing in Israel when I landed years ago. It's the same guy standing here in America. He helps me every time I go. What are you worried? Bore Olam has everything worked out. God has everything worked out. Do you see how they used to live? And it was so pashut to them. What, 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 are, you, what are you turning over in bed at night for? What are you anxiety over? There's a Bore Olam in the world. He's the boss. He runs the show. He has everything worked out. Stop trying to control the situation and remember that he is in control. And Od Milvado. This was a generation that we could never forget, ladies. This was a generation that never asked questions on Hashem. They just accepted and they went with Bore Olam hand in hand. This is something that we today, as an American Jewry, we're looking to aspire to. We're looking to emulate our parents and grandparents. We're looking for that beautiful connection that they had without question. And look what they were blessed with. A relationship that was hand in hand. I am taking care of everything. Unbelievable how they lived. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.